Like we always do with this time I go for mine I get to shine Now throw your hands up in the sky well, would you look at that? Welcome on in. It is the final out here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz hanging out with you, reacting to what was a massive comeback win tonight by the Phils at Citizens Bank Park. We'll react to it all. Get in now if you're stuck in traffic on the drive home. Uh, the nose a little bit rainy. Seemed like people were heading to the concourse a little bit early. Uh, we'd love to hear from you what the ballpark was like. All of that good stuff. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable. Never looked so good. And that was a gutsy comeback win by this team. And frankly, a win that I've kind of just been, been waiting for. Like, I've been waiting for them to really show some some grit and, and show some tenacity. And um, there's been too often this year where it just felt like they were just giving away at bats. And they were giving away innings. And they weren't competing. And... Uh, like sure, there was there was some games where they showed some sparks and, and showed some glimpses, but tonight was great, and, and tonight was a great, great comeback win. Um, first off, the weather was terrible; it was cold. JP freaking Crawford hit a grand slam off of Taiwan Walker. Next batter, Julio Rodriguez, hits a home run, uh, and all of a sudden you're down five two. But the lucky part about where they were at at that point of the ball game was that it was the second inning. And they had seven innings to make up for going down 5-2 in the second. And all they did was chip, 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 chip their way back into this game. They had a, they had 12 hits, one home run by Nick Castellanos in the first inning, and 11 singles. They had 11 singles tonight. But whatever. Like, that is a chippy, gritty, tough comeback win by this team that we needed, and that we've been asking for. We have been waiting to see them put together that kind of effort. You know, that kind of looking like the offense is together. That kind of grinding out at bats. That kind of stringing along hits. And that was great to see. That was a great comeback win. 215-592-9494. Gutsy comeback win, and there was a couple things that uh, really stood out to me. One was the offense. Um, they battled tonight. Like I mentioned, 12 hits, and outside of Cassiano's home run in the first, it was 11 singles. It's not often that you win baseball games with 11 singles, especially when you're down early. Um, but they did, and they they got a couple hits of runners in scoring position. They had four uh, tonight, which off, obviously helps uh, hopefully lift those numbers up. They looked connected. Uh, you know, when you talk about an offense looking connected, it's not like, oh, one guy in the line is kind of going off and then everyone else is, is just kind of flailing at pitches and not doing what it takes to string together some at-bats and, and put some pressure on the Mariners. What they did consistently throughout the night tonight was put good pressure on the Mariners' pitchers. Like, Logan Gilbert is one of the better pitchers in the AL. Uh, has has really good stuff. Was was ninety five to ninety seven, still in the the fifth sixth inning. Uh, you saw some of the split. You saw the curveball, and the Phillies hung in there. The, the The Mariners bullpen was was sixth in baseball in ERA heading into the game, so they've been pretty good. The guy that they came back on in the eighth, he hadn't allowed a run yet this this year. So it was one of those games where they easily could have just folded and say, "Hey, you know, not our night." Another one of these kind of early season. Uh, you know, swoon kind of games. And I'm proud of this team tonight. 
uh, it was good to see. They, the Tywin Walker goes out of the game early. Uh, uh, Rob Thompson said after the game that it's precautionary. We'll see. But uh, he goes out of the game early. It's cold. You're down 5-2. And to just chip and, and chip and chip your way back into that game and finally make the, take advantage of some of these uh, spots with runners in scoring position that they didn't do last night is a good sign for them. That is a good sign for them. Last night, you know, I know that when they lose games, people don't like to hear, well, they got unlucky. But, you know, I felt like last night's offense, at least late in the game, in the in the seventh, eighth, and ninth, was more unlucky than, oh my gosh, they're a disaster. And it was good to see that translated over to tonight. And it was good to see them come back against one of the better pitching staffs in baseball because when you're going up against who they have to go up against in these next couple of series, uh, the, the, the Dodgers, Astros, Red Sox, well, Red Sox only count for a great staff, but regardless, uh, Blue Jays, like those are some, some good pitching staffs. And you're going to need to see performances like you saw tonight if they're going to stay afloat and and hopefully play 500-ish baseball uh, for this next couple, you know, week and a half stretch against some tough opponents. Like, I'm not sugarcoating it. Like, this is a team that uh, is now one game under 500. Hopefully they can get over 500 tomorrow against George Kirby. But the, 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 the upcoming stretch they have here, the next four series, they have their work cut out for them. And efforts like tonight hopefully are going to go a long way towards – beating some of these high-caliber opponents. We know that in modern baseball, a lot of these teams don't want to do the whole, you got to string together a bunch of base hits and score that way. They want to hit the ball over the fence. Well, that's not how this team is built. This team is built to single you to death, hopefully get some balls in the gap, and then a couple solo shots mixed in here or there. Uh, But either way, I thought the offense really battled tonight, and it gave me hope that when they face these uh, these these upper tier staffs for the next four series, that they're going to go out and they're going to to do what they did tonight. It was a gutsy gutsy performance by this offense. And my second big takeaway from tonight is this bullpen is finally settled down. My player of the game tonight. I know it's not. I, I know people are thinking, oh, you're going to go Casty. Casty was great, and Castellanos is well on his way back. Consistently hitting the ball hard throughout the night. Uh, JT, big hit late. Boom, big hit late. But my player of the game, which is sponsored by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas, make the switch at SouthJerseyGas.com, is Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz, in the middle of this game, where the Phillies were down, he kept them in this game. And I've talked about it a lot. At final outs, so far in the early portion of the season, but they needed to find guys that can keep them close when they're down. They found the guys that, that they can go to when they are leading. They can go to the Alvarados. They can go to Saranthi. They can go to Kimball. They can go to Gregory Soto. But they also need to find guys that can keep them close so the offense can have a shot to come back against teams. Luis Ortiz keeping them there tonight is a big step forward. I think Brogdon's developing into that. So... A good sign there. He kept them in this game and kept them within scoring reach to where they can come back and win. Uh, Sir Anthony Kimbrell Alvarado, great. Sir Anthony, I don't think we have to keep worrying about the beginning of the season. It wasn't great. It, it was the, the first week was like, oh my God, he pitched deep in the year. Is he going to be able to bounce back? He's back. 
Uh, Craig Kimbrell, I, I, I've been a doubter. I have said many times that I, I'm nervous every time he comes in, in, into a game. I no longer feel that way. I don't feel nervous when Craig Kimbrell comes into games, and that is a big step forward for a guy that I didn't think had it anymore. And then we know about Alvarado. We know what he is. He is this team's closer. He's nasty. He's hard to, to build a rally against. If it wasn't for Jorge Soler, he hasn't allowed a run yet. He still hasn't walked anyone. Jose Alvarado is developing into the nastiest reliever in Philly's history. I've been saying that so much on the final out, and it just continues to bear itself true. And the one thing that gave me a massive smile tonight, a massive smile, was hearing Jose, 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 Jose rain down from a Citizens Bank Park crowd that, listen, they're, they're tamed by the rain. They're tamed by the rain. But to hear that and start thinking about, okay, is this going to be our version of Timmy Trumpets or, you know, when we get uh, bigger crowds in the middle of the summer or in the postseason, having an entire crowd start chanting Jose, just it, it, it brought a, a tear to my eye. Um, so last night I, I was tough on Rob Thompson for putting Bailey Falter back out in that situation. Sixth inning, he was pitched 33 pitches the inning before. A lot of righties coming up. Didn't need to, to, to force Falter one more inning, but I give him a ton of credit tonight. He was very aggressive in going and trying to win that game tonight. And I know that sounds, you know, oh, how can you not be aggressive to try to win you a ball game? Well, when you start thinking about things, you have Matt Strom tomorrow, who is a four or five inning pitcher at this point. You're going against George Kirby, who's a, he's a good starter for the Mariners. So, you know, you, you, to be aggressive tonight and sniff a win – and and, and 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 trust your offense to come back, I think was a really smart strategy, especially tomorrow with Matt Strom versus George Kirby. So uh, shout out to Topper. I thought it was a, a, a good job by him tonight. 215-592-9494. It's Jack Fritz here on the final out. Gutsy, gutsy, gutsy win by the Phils tonight. One of those games that, they easily could have folded. It was cold. It was wet. They were facing a good pitcher. Uh, and and they just grinded one out. And we've been waiting to see that kind of effort tonight. A great comeback. Down 5-2, win at 6-5, start creeping their way back into the game, and they're back to one game under 500. 215-592-9494 if you're leaving the game or just watch the game. Would love to hear from you. On the other side, in addition to your phone calls, it wasn't all great at Citizens Bank Park tonight. We'll address the elephant in the room coming up next here on the final out. We've got one here in the eight, and the pitch. Swung on, ground ball through the left side. That's a base hit. Marsh coming around third. He's being waved home. Kelnick's throw to the plate is late, and the Phillies lead it on Alec Bohm's go-ahead RBI single. 6-5 in the bottom of the eight. And that's our Mike's Amazing Play of the Game presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. Alec Boehm giving the Phillies the lead there. And, you know, it's kind of what he's done for a majority of his career is, like, games close late, the Phillies have a chance, runners in scoring position. I think this year he's batting over 330 with runners in scoring position. So it just feels like he he, he – even when he first came up, it felt like Alec Bohm was going to be the guy that opposing teams like of the Braves, uh, like Braves fans, Mets fans, I guess Nationals fans, and whatever, if, if there is a Marlins fan out there. 
But he always felt like that guy that was going to deliver a back-breaking hit against your team. And, and for years, we've obviously seen this against us, whether it was McCann or Freddie Freeman or Daniel Murphy with the Mets or Jeff McNeil with the Mets or Nimmo with the Mets or Alonzo with the Mets. But it felt like, you know, we finally had our guy in Alec Bohm that was going to, to be our guy when it came to having those back-breaking hits. And um, he, he has proven that throughout his career and again tonight, you know, where they've been struggling with, with runners in scoring position. Um, but you know, they, they lower the bases up or, uh, no, they, 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 uh, they had runners the first and third, whatever. Uh, JT smokes a ball up the middle, which was a good sight to see. I, I, I know he's the best catcher in baseball, but I've seen so many, uh, so many double plays from JT that I was just, I was glad to see him hit the ball hard there and, uh, you know, tie the game up. And then obviously Boehm does what he does next, next batter. So, Again, a, a a gritty, gutsy comeback performance by the Phillies tonight down at CBP. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable, never looks so good. We'll talk about the elephant in the room here in one second, but Owen is in New Jersey. What's happening, O? Hey, uh, I'm really excited. Um, I was actually at the game, so it was really cool to see them come back and show a lot of grit, and especially considering when I thought they were up three runs, it was a lot to overcome with, with the way they've been playing. It was great to see Castellanos, Marsh, even JT. Come yeah, and 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 you're gonna need those guys now, obviously more than ever with the, with this little tough stretch they got coming up here. Like you're gonna like for as great as the Marsh, the Stott, the Bohm have been, and I don't you know anticipate them not continuing that kind of level of play. But now it's time for like Castellanos has been there all year, but it's time for the Turners, JTs, and Schwarber to to join the season here. And it was good to see JT have that moment there, and hopefully it kind of jumpstarts him here. Yeah, and um, I was a little concerned. I heard after the game that Taiwan Walker got um, some forearm issues. Yep. So I've actually been a proponent of, because I saw actually the Diamondbacks just let him go completely. Mad bum. I really would like oh, the no. Phillies to try, try him and see what happens. Um, I'm, I'm a younger fan, so I really don't remember him in his prime. So I kind of think of him as like a legend, and I right. honestly think that if the Phillies, the way that they've done the past few years with like Alvarado and a bunch of other guys, I think they could probably help him. And also I think just seeing his like fire in the city of Philadelphia would be a great thing for the fan base. Yeah, oh, and I appreciate the call. Um, I really don't have any interest. Uh, I'm not trying to be you know, mean in a way. I just think that guy is completely done. Do you feel uh, bad talking to people who don't remember him? Well, it makes me feel a little bit old because, man, like 2014 Mad Bomb in that postseason is still like one of the best uh, postseason performances of all time. So it's one yes. of the best World Series. Of it was our ridiculous. Lifetime. I mean, Mad Bomb is is one of the best big game pitchers uh, I've certainly seen in my lifetime. Um, he's just done. Yeah, some guy, sometimes guys are just done. You know, we we experience Arietta here. Dallas Keiko was a guy that people were begging for a couple of years ago. He was completely cooked. Um, the difference between Mad Bum and like a Jose Alvarado is that Jose Alvarado throws a hundred with a ball that moves all over the place and is a ninety-five mile an hour cutter. Like Madison Bumgarner can't do that. So, uh, like, I just I know that I bet that Dave Dabrowski's thinking about it because he seems to like uh, older established vets that he can like. Uh, shun his analytics department on for for one time, 
but I would be pretty disappointed if they signed Madison, Madison Bumgarner. Um, you know, he had a pretty good first half last year for for his modern standards, but um, I, I just think he is completely cooked. So the Tywin Walker thing is obviously the, the big elephant in the room because he left tonight with, with right forearm issues. Um, you know, I, I'm just saying, like, that's usually a, a – it, it can be a precursor to bigger arm issues. It seems like they dodged a bullet with Ranger Suarez um, because he left – the World Baseball Classic with forearm issues as well. Um, and, you know, you just hope that it's more take at least, I don't know, a, a couple starts off, don't pick up a baseball for a little while, and then come back in, in a month. Um, or it's completely precautionary. They said it was precautionary tonight. I, I don't want to call the Phillies liars, but I never really believe that stuff when it comes to arm injuries. I kind of anticipate him having to miss a couple starts here and hopefully not more than that. Um, but it's just awful timing. It is just awful timing with the series that they have coming up with the lack of length that Wheeler and Nola have given them. Now you have to rely on Falter. I believe it's going to be Chris Sanchez, Matt Strom. Uh, it's just not a great position to be in where like – with how inconsistent Wheeler and Nola have been, Falter, I think, is good, but I think he is good two times through a lineup, as you saw yesterday, third time through a lineup. Traditionally doesn't go well. Chris Sanchez has, got, has been a guy I've never really believed in, but, you know, Dave always thought has, has done a pretty good job. I thought he was fine in his first start. And Matt Strom's a four- or five-inning pitcher. So this is probably going to be the rotation here until Ranger gets back. And even even when Ranger gets back, it's probably, again, four or five innings until he continues to ramp himself back up. Now he's doing minor league starts, so hey, maybe you can expect him to go seven uh, if it's possible. But still, like that is going to be taxing on this bullpen with Taiwan Walker going out. You know, he was signed to, to be a pretty good innings eater in a way. Um, so you have three starts out of the week started by Falter, Sanchez, and Strom, that puts the stress on a bullpen that has been has kind of rounded into form here, but is still not, you know, unbelievable. And then you have Wheeler and Nola, which you just don't know what you're getting from them right now. So in order for them to kind of survive and, and stay afloat and, and stay over 500, obviously getting Bryce back and getting Ranger back will help, but that's not going to be before this next little stretch they have here. So, it like... Wheeler and Nola got to figure their stuff out, and the offense has to do more of what they did, what they did tonight, but also hit the ball out of the ballpark. You know, I mean, eleven singles and one home run traditionally is not going to like lead to a ton of wins, but um, they're going to have to keep grinding and keep battling and and put together tough abs because they're going against some good starters and 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 some pretty good bullpens here for the next week and a half. So. The, the Taiwan Walker injury is not happening at a good time. Uh, the, the the bullpen has been worked a lot early in the season. It's it's kind of calmed down recently, but man, uh, just like just uh, another one of those where it's like, how many more injuries are they going to have to deal with? So not great. Hopefully it's precautionary. Hopefully they're right. Hopefully he doesn't miss a start. Um, but man, was not excited with the Taiwan Walker injury came down 
uh, around the middle of this game. 215-592-9494. On the other side, I'll run through your phone calls, but also we'll look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Rob Cherry. It is the final out here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome back. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable. Never looks so good. Phil's win. A gutsy, gutsy comeback performance from this baseball team that, frankly, I needed to see. Like, when they went down 5-2, I didn't think the game was over, but it was like, I haven't seen them battle back yet. Like, I haven't seen them uh, string together a couple of runs and, and just, you know, go down, go down fighting at least. Um, and when they were losing 5-4, I was like, well, what do I come on and say in the final out? Like, the season's not over. They lost an annoying game. They made one awful pitch to J.B. Crawford. Probably more positives than negatives. But, like, they came back and won. And and they put together a good eighth inning um, off of a guy that hadn't allowed a run yet. And and they showed a, a good level of of toughness and, and will to come back and win that game. I know it sounds like big adjectives for an April game, but, uh, you know, for an April game where it was already cold, where you're already down, where you're facing one of the better pitchers in the AL, it's kind of easy to just pack things up and say, yeah, we'll get them tomorrow. But it was nice to see them have a sense of urgency. And sometimes it's all we can ask for as fans. It's like, have, you know, a little bit of sense of urgency because the season, obviously we know the season's not over in April, but they, if they keep digging themselves into these holes, it's tough to come out of. And I would like to think that, you know, they saw Tywan Walker go out. They saw that what they were dealing with. They saw that, you know, George Kirby's in the mound tomorrow, who's not like, you know, an ace-ace, but I, I believe is trending towards a year or two from now being one of the f- six best pitchers in the AL. Um, and and just, just kind of grinding one out. You're on your home turf. Like, no reason to lose two at home. And to to show you know that level of toughness for an April game, I think says some 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 good stuff about this team. Henry is in Glassboro, leaving the game for the second straight night. What's happening, Henry? Jack, we won. Thank God, man. Yeah, uh, thank God. It was it was a good performance by the team tonight, and and hopefully they ride that momentum into tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon. I'm hoping. Um, being down at the game for the second night, and especially when we were down 5-2 the night before, I believe it was, like, it just felt different this time. And I don't know if it was because Castellanos got our first runs with a home run or, you know, I mean, fans actually stayed around. And, I mean, hand up, I did go up to the concourse, but I watched the rest of the game, um, and I couldn't move from my spot as soon as they started scoring runs. Beautiful. But it was just an all-around really good performance. Yeah, and it was it was good to see. You know, it was good to see them finally like, okay, there's a team that we saw last year. There was some toughness from them. They didn't just roll over and say, hey, you know, it's not our night, which it felt like at the beginning of the season it was like, yeah, it's a long season, la-di-da-di-da. It's like, no, it's okay. Like, like show you can come back. And, and it was just a, a good, good, like, kind of uh, stress-relieving game being able to come back and win that game. Season wouldn't have been over, and we know that. But still, it, it's good to see them show the ability to come back and take that game. Exactly. And I've been a huge Nick Castellanos guy since we got him last year. And last year it was tough to face to face uh, people saying how bad he was and everything. But this year I'm just so glad that he's doing basically everything. He's got a decent glove. 
to, at least decent enough to keep in the lineup. Um, he's hitting for the long ball. Like it, he's just seeing him come around has been just really, really like refreshing. Yeah, totally, Henry, and and I appreciate the call. Like it is it, Castellanos being this level of back. I was kind of expecting 280, 15 home runs, and I'll take it. But what Nick Castellanos is doing right now is is hitting his way back into being in all-star consideration. And I tell you what, when you lose Reese Hoskins <clears throat> and you really need it, like, like heading into the year, it was always, well, if they get a Nick Castellanos bounce back, that's a bit of a luxury. Well, when Reese went down, it was no longer a luxury. And, man, uh, him having this beginning of the season um, and, and finally hitting balls with authority, like when he was – when he when he's slowly showing signs of coming back, it was still a lot of like, eh, let me you know kind of throw my bat at the baseball and flick it over the third baseman's head or down the first baseline. It wasn't like hitting anything with with authority. Well, that has completely changed since Saturday uh, when he hit two home runs. It is it is starting to drive the baseball, like drive the baseball with authority, and you you see the Castellanos that we had seen for the last decade pretty much like 2020 was a disaster year for Castellanos much like last year was but outside of those two years for the most part he has been towards the top of the league in doubles extra base hits played in in uh, Detroit for a while so home runs were never the easiest but this is the guy that we saw in Cincinnati uh, in 2021 this is the guy that we saw at the end of the 2019 season with the Cubs where we've added over 300. Like, this is a difference maker. This is a difference making kind of talent. And man, I'm just I'm so happy. I'm just happy he's back to being the guy. I feel like I was taking crazy pills. I legitimately felt like I was taking crazy pills. So um, it, it is good to see him back and 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 better than ever. Uh, the pitching matchup for tomorrow. It is George Kirby versus Matt Strom, and uh, the Phillies do not have the, the pitching advantage uh, in this one. I mean, Matt Strom's been very good this year, had a career high in strikeouts his last outing, which is good, still allowed three earned, um, you know, but whatever. Uh, so Matt Strom goes tomorrow. Hopefully, he can give them four or five innings. Rob Thompson said after the game that his bullpen is good to go for tomorrow, so you know, uh, I guess Sir Anthony pitched in a couple nights, and he is good to go for tomorrow. Um, so, you know, they have a full contingent out there if they do get the lead. George Kirby at the beginning of the year uh, got shelled his first start of the year. They kind of uh, uh, screwed up his ERA numbers, but he is well back on his way to, to being a guy that is going to pitch to a low three ERA in the AL this year. So George Kirby... They have to work it out for him. He's not fully established. He is not uh, fully arrived yet, but he is a guy that throws hard, throws a ton of strikes. Doesn't strike out as many batters as I thought he would, but he is a guy that um, is, is going to be a tough task for this team. But I thought Logan Gilbert was also going to be a tough task tonight, and I thought they did a really, really good job in getting to him. Uh, that's going to do it for me. Tucker Bagley produced the program tonight. Uh, I will be on... For final out tomorrow before leading into the draft coverage from Lincoln Financial Field. So I will be down there, uh, or I will be reacting to the game tomorrow. Hopefully it's another Phil's win, and hopefully they can, uh, you know, win a series at home 
before a tough little uh, uh, road stretch coming up in the next week and a half. That's going to do it for me. Uh, Rob Cherry's got you next here on WIP. I'll talk to you tomorrow after the game.